welcome to Digestible, a podcast made to break down and understand those questions we have surrounding our bodies and minds. I'm your host, Bethany Hardy, a budding science student and an all-round inquisitive individual on a mission to learn what there is to know on all things it means being human and how to deal with the obstacles we face. In each episode, I'll be covering a range of topics from science to society, explaining evidence-based facts, passing on experiences and opinions so that together we can learn and empower the educated, insightful versions of ourselves in a safe, happy environment. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to Digestible, episode two of series one. Thank you for all the love and support last week. I'm really, really excited for this week's episode. Um, when I was thinking about it, I was thinking about, let's say I'm listening to this new podcast and it's just kind of told me like the basics of something last week and I wanted to cover something else that like the basics of basically healthy eating and should we really pay attention to what we eat? Does it really matter? Um, because I was going to do a different topic but it was a little bit more advanced and I thought, hey, let's just like get a few basics out there. So you guys, maybe if you're beginners who are listening, will kind of understand where we're going to kind of plot off from from there, if you know the basics. So just a disclaimer for new listeners out there. I'm a student. This podcast is not meant to medically advise. So if you do need help or you do need to seek help, please go and speak to a healthcare professional. Um, this is for entertainment purposes only. Um, so yeah, what are we covering today? Well, today we will be covering, do we really need to watch what we eat? What is a healthy diet considered to be? And how is it achieved? And what are empty calories? So let's set the scenario. So for the purpose of this podcast, we are going to use our little dear friend Jane from last week's episode. If you remember her, she was just kind of this made up little dolly <laughs> um, used for the example of what I'm trying to say in relative terms, because this is all general. This is not specific to anyone's body because, you know, bodies are all different. So we're going to use Jane. Um, she is attempting to lose some weight and wants to learn if what we eat in a deficit actually matters. But also in non-diet terms, does what we eat ever matter? I think we all kind of know the answer to that, but <laughs> let's, let's, let's discuss it together, shall we? So Jane's initial question like I said, she's on this diet, she's trying to lose some weight, she's put herself in a deficit, she's listened to last week, last week's episode, she's gone to her doctor and they've been like, hey, yeah, we're going to put you in a little deficit, um, blah, 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 and like I said, this is all relative, don't take this as um, like the be all and end all, make sure you talk to your doctor if you do want to lose weight. So, um, she says, can I eat junk food in a deficit and still lose weight? Is that not is that not how it goes? Can't I just eat junk food in a deficit and still lose weight? Technically, yes. Jane could probably eat three or so. I mean, there's a lot of calories in the chocolate bar. So she could probably eat three or so for maybe five if we're pushing our luck chocolate bars and still be in her deficit. Like the approach of if it fits your calories, if it fits your macros, that kind of approach. But do those numbers equate to health? No. I'm sure no chocolate bar contains the amount of nutrients that a balanced diet does. 
but yes, so let's say that Jane's like, hey, chocolate bars are my jam, like, like some good quality chocolate bars. Um, and I just want to eat those, you know, like, that's what makes me happy because, you know, sugar, humans love sugar. Um, and she calculates the calories and let's say two or three of them do fit into a deficit. Yep. She literally could eat chocolate and still lose weight. Okay. We're focusing, like I said last week, weight, not fat. She could lose weight on just chocolate bars in her deficit. But she's definitely not getting nutrients from that, is she? I mean, she's getting carbs and fats and sugar and all that jam, but she's definitely not getting all the minerals and vitamins that her body is, like, needing, you know? Um, And if you look at those calories, yes, the numbers might match, but does that equal health in those numbers yeah the numbers are under that's great that's great I'm in my deficit my doctor said I have to be in deficit blah blah that's what Jane is saying but does that mean that those numbers are giving her the optimal amount of healthy nutrients that she needs that brings us on to are all calories the same well I mean if we're talking in basic terms a calorie is a calorie but a calorie individually will give us different things so the unit like the unit of calorie like the amount of energy will be the same but what we extract from that they're all different okay so say Jane eats a hundred calories of skittles okay the little sweeties and later she eats a hundred calories of beans I don't know any any type of bean pick your favorite bean what portion of food do you think is more beneficial for her body and leaves her feeling fuller for longer? Hmm? Well, it would be the beans, as Skittles are made of fructose and would not leave her feeling as full as the fibre-rich beans. This is a quick example to contest that the source of calories impacts your hormones and health differently. Each calorie has like a different biochemical route, okay? Goes goes and does different things for your body and with your body. So Jane is having 100 calories of Skittles and then 100 calories of beans. And they both have different nutritional value. So yes, the calories might be exactly the same as this number of 100 but the value of them and what they are doing for your body and how they are supporting your body are completely, completely different. So I hope that answers the question of are all calories the same kind of thing. But what I want to come on to from that is food is more than just a number. Food is way more than just a number. I don't want at least this might be my opinion just shining through the idea of speaking to you guys and teaching you about calories and all this and you know just kind of letting you in on this subject and then someone getting hooked on the numbers makes me really sad because we don't or I don't want anyone to look at 
an apple and see a number of calories or a plate of food and see a number of calories because I mean if that works for you because there are definitely some people that find that helps them make make informed decisions and they find that they can act confidently with that information that's great but as long as you see past the numbers and that it is food it's not just a number because the number doesn't equal health it's food is fuel food is literally what keeps your body going what keeps it going at optimal health it's what helps you think it's what's helping you listen to this podcast and understand this podcast and calories are just energy so when you're looking at a number say that 100 calories of whatever food the skittles or the beans that is just the amount of energy in it the calorie does not tell you how many vitamins or minerals or carbohydrates or protein or fatty acids or lean protein it doesn't tell you that it literally just tells the amount of energy it's going to give you so we really should think about the quality of what we are consuming yes those 100 calories may fit our our goal for the day or the recommended allowance that our doctor has given us but what's the quality of what we are consuming is it gonna help us feel our best is it gonna help us support our body and its functions and its needs your body requires nutrients for a reason it's not put out there to eat your vitamins and whatnot just for fun yes your body needs calories but not all calories have the proper nutrients that your body needs not getting enough nutrients can lead to malnutrition and poor nutrition can lead to serious health problems such as type 2 diabetes and heart disease so there are some negative health problems that can happen due to a poor diet but I think with the right education and being able to make educated choices that can help support us and support our bodies you know it's 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 unvaluable really because at the end of the day you know you're living with your body for the rest of your life so really you want to help it function at its best strength don't you well at least I do I like my body (laughs) okay so what is a balanced diet in general terms well According to the NHS website, a healthy balanced diet, quote, means eating a wide variety of foods in the right proportions and consuming the right amount of food and drink to achieve and maintain a healthy body weight, end quote. They recommend five portions of fruit or veg a day, high fibre starchy foods, dairy or dairy alternatives, beans, pulses, fish or other protein, unsaturated oils and plenty of fluids. Without good nutrition, your body is prone to disease, infection, fatigue and and poor performance. I mean, you can't run a car on no petrol. I think that there's a lot of stress on having the perfect balanced diet that it's often overthought. Maybe this is just my opinion poking through, but it's not majorly complicated. Yes, it takes some thinking and planning at first, Really, after that, it's kind of simple and almost like habit muscle memory. When eating or planning your meals, make sure you're hitting your veg, grains, protein and healthy fats. Get some fruit in there, maybe a snack in 
juiced form or along with some dairy or dairy alternatives. With that, I would say opt for ones with vitamins or added calcium, but do consult a professional if you need advice about dairy alternatives. On the whole, it is important to have nutrient-dense foods to help our bodies work in the most optimal way across all food groups. Of course, this gets a bit difficult when you have dietary requirements or different health conditions that might need you to have a different sort of diet. And I really sympathise with you guys out there who that might apply to. But in any which way, health condition, dietary requirement, anything, a good diet is important because it's what keeps us going. You know, like, I just can't stress enough without having my own opinions and not not like my backed up voice through science come through and tell you that it's just it's not like I want you to think every day like I need to seriously think about what I eat every single moment of every single day because that's that's not that's not fun that isn't fun and So I don't want you to feel like this podcast is kind of like preaching you into shame or making you feel concerned about your diet or kind of guilt-tripped into making it be, I don't know, quote-unquote cleaner. Because I'm not here to judge anyone's diet. Um, and unless you're like being consulted as a nutritionist or dietitian and they're asking you to, no one should. I think a diet is very personal to everyone and it's also it's also circumstantial, you know, with regards to money and environment and stuff like that. But I think we can all just try and do the best we can and make informed decisions. And I guess that's kind of why I wanted to film this today is if I've given you the basic information of how to kind of lower your weight if that's your if that's what you want to do even if you don't want to do that, I think it would be a good episode to have kind of informing on what food or why we should think, why it does matter about the food that we eat. Because it's true, I've seen lovely people lose weight but do it in a very not not nutrient-dense way. I mean, I did it myself. I, I, at the start of my journey, I wanted to drop some weight and I wasn't educated in making the most nutritious decisions. Um, unfortunately my, my parents don't know much about that either. So I didn't really have much of that information at home. And I think I definitely could have made better decisions when, you know, starting my journey with health and fitness and stuff like that. So this is definitely not to say, take my advice, eat whatever I eat, because that's, you're not me. My body is completely different to yours. But I think maybe we should all just try and be a little bit more educated into what is going into our body. Not trying to be the new Jamie Oliver here, but I think it's important that we just think, hey, how can I make 
my body just feel that much better and support myself through life and how can I make the best decisions for me just asking these questions of why does it matter can give us answers that will help us through life at least that's kind of my take on it anyway so the next question Jane has for me is but healthy eating is expensive right well no not really A healthy food shop can be done for around under £20. Obviously, this is circumstantial in your area and what is available to you. But also, tinned vegetables and frozen vegetables are often a cheaper alternative to fresh and are still just as nutritious. I always have tinned veg in my cupboard and they could be spotted on the shelves for pennies. I I love... I just, I, I'm a big lover of mushrooms and I always have some tinned mushrooms on my shelf because, you know, just chuck them into any meal. They're very handy. If you need inspiration for a cheap way to look for healthy foods and what to make with the ingredients, I recently... Oh, by the way, this is not sponsored um, at all. This is just something that I found and I thought it would be really interesting to share it with you guys. I recently saw in Tesco, which is a supermarket in the UK, their magazine... Um, and I think it might be on their website also, they have a few pages with an inexpensive shopping list and what meals you can make with it. I think that is such a good idea because so many people might be like, okay, I'm going to pick up this healthy food and I'm going to pick up this. And I've heard quinoa is great, you know, and I've uh, broccoli, obviously broccoli is great, but like, what can I make with them? And I mean, I don't, I definitely don't speak for all of us because my boyfriend loves boiled broccoli, but I hate boiled broccoli so much. Um, so learning how to prepare those types of nutritious foods in a way that you actually enjoy, I think is just as important in learning how they are nutritious. Because if you, you could like just go and eat all the healthy foods under the sun, but if you don't like it, it's not going to be sustainable because you're not going to want to eat it. So I would definitely advise to maybe go on Pinterest or BBC Good Food is another one, or even, yeah, look at that Tesco's, um, ingredients list with how to prepare those foods I think that is such a good idea okay so Jane shouldn't just eat chocolate in her deficit to lose weight or to keep her chugging along at optimal health but can she still have some junk food? I think it would be silly and naive to say, just eat healthy things, nothing else, because we are human. We get happy hormones from food. It's a social occasion. It's a sign of affection. I always want something sweet after a meal. Remember, balance. Yes, have a cookie, but maybe not 25. I mean, we've all been there, but you know, maybe not every day. (laughs) Yes, have the birthday cake. Oh my gosh, totally go for the bagel that your ma has made you. Everything in moderation. You do not have to cut out things that you love or miss occasions because you don't want to be unhealthy because that's just unsustainable and almost punishing. Please go enjoy food and life surrounding food. Don't sweat the small stuff. Eating healthy is across all boards of time. As in, if you're eating a balanced diet and have a bit of fun and a few treats every now and then, 
but you're still eating a balanced diet over the course of time. And it's okay to have your birthday cake. Don't hate yourself for wanting a brownie. We are human. We like food and that's okay. So yes, in a deficit, let's talk about it like we're in a deficit. Yes, you can have a cookie or a brownie or blah, 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 blah in your deficit. But it would be good to make up the rest of the deficit around whole foods because I think it's extremely important to have a treat. I mean, I definitely always have like a Percy pig or um, a little brownie or a biscuit. I always have a biscuit in the morning with my tea. Um, But does that make me unhealthy? No, I eat a lot of whole foods. And yes, especially on my birthday, I eat a lot of cake. But across the board, my diet is generally healthy and having a treat every now and then and having something sweet won't take away from a healthy diet if it's in moderation I don't think it's fair for anyone to cut out what they like in terms of food or social occasions or anything like that because I did that I missed out on loads of people's birthdays and loads of occasions where there was food and I was just like well I can't I can't do that because like I I'm 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 the healthy one like I, I need I need to still be healthy and it's just it's it's just not sustainable and it's just not fun like being dead honest it's not fun so yes you can have cake and still be healthy yes you can have pizza and still be healthy you don't have to be a strict clean 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 diet all the time because you are human and you have things to do and sometimes just grabbing a sandwich from prayer and then off to your meeting or your class is just the way it is don't beat yourself up about that don't ever beat yourself up because convenience and timing and financial situations and like events like they all come into play as well you can't just try and be perfect all the time because that's just not life so yes don't sweat the small stuff you are human and eating food and enjoying food and having the sweet stuff is okay (laughs) you know what now I said this I'm definitely gonna have a Percy pick on my way home (laughs) So, what are empty calories? Foods that aren't nutrient-dense are called empty calories, meaning that they do not serve our bodies much purpose. They supply energy, but little to no other kind of nutrition in the forms of minerals, vitamins, protein, etc. That's why it's important to have nutrient-dense foods, which are foods that are rich in vitamins, minerals, complex carbohydrates, etc. You know, it goes on. You know the gist. So an empty calorie could be considered those 100 calories of Skittles and then the nutrient-dense alternative could be considered the 100 calories of beans. Um, So those are kind of like the two groups of what empty calories are and all this. So yes, I definitely have some empty calories in my diet. Like I said in the morning, I have a ginger nut with my tea um, and that doesn't majorly serve me loads of nutrients. Um... I guess in this kind of two split group term that we're talking right now, it would probably be more considered on the empty calories. But that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy it, that it doesn't serve me some energy in the morning. Um, And it's just it's just what me and my boyfriend do in the morning. We sit down and have a cup of tea together in the morning out of bed and I enjoy it. And I'm okay with those quote unquote empty calories being in my diet. 
but that doesn't mean your whole diet should be made up of empty calories. Um, I think it's okay to have some empty calories in the form of like alcohol and stuff like that if that's what you so decide to do in your diet. But just make sure that they are also in moderation like the whole thing and you are spreading your balanced diet across all the boards and all the food groups if you can as in if your um requirements your dietary requirements allow that but what if my milkshake is saying that it gives me all of my daily nutrient needs oh and this is where bethany gets a little angry one it's not two it's not and three it's just not Meal replacement shakes slash weight loss shakes are jam-packed full of sugar and most certainly do not contain every nutrient your body needs. Some shakes can get away with not even telling you what is in those shakes and could contain anything. Generally speaking, you can get everything your body needs through a well-balanced, all-food group-inclusive diet. I think... (laughs) There are definitely some pros and cons to milkshakes in different circumstances, but I am a big advocate for no kind of meal replacement with like pills or shakes or teas or anything like that. So if you speak to me, I would say, please just eat a whole food diet, you know, kind of thing. Um, But I... I'm definitely not a scientist in the world of milkshakes, so I cannot fully comment properly on that. So that's that's basically all I'm going to say on that question. Um, but I can I can go into milkshakes and those kind of diet products in another podcast. I'm actually planning to do that this series because it just makes me so angry. <laughs> So, are all calories the same? No, but this goes past nutrition. Something we will be exploring is what is available to our body in that calorie. So, you heard me earlier talking about biochemical pathways. And something that we're going to be exploring um, in an episode in the future is what our body actually takes from that calorie. As in, what's available in that calorie. That was actually going to be today's episode, but I didn't want to go into like that complex kind of thinking or more complex and explain that to you in a digestible way without you understanding the whole premise of a quote unquote healthy balanced diet and why it does matter about what we eat. So what have we covered today? We have covered can you eat junk food and still lose weight? We have covered that food is more than just a number and it does matter about the quality of what we are consuming. We have covered what is a balanced diet in general terms and that healthy eating does not have to be expensive. We've also covered that you can still have the treats and be healthy. We've covered what are empty calories and we've lightly touched on why milkshakes cannot give you all of your daily nutrient needs. So 
my end kind of thought on this topic. So my kind of end ending touch on this topic is yes, what we eat does really matter. It does matter. But I think it's also important to not overthink it. Like I said, I think there's a lot of stress on making sure you have a perfect diet. And if someone asks you about your diet, it's a bit like, oof, this is a bit personal. And you get a little bit, well, at least I do. I feel a little bit shamed if if I admit to someone, oh, yeah, I had a brownie, even though it's okay to have a brownie. Calories do not equal health. Food is more than just a number and we should focus on the quality of what we're eating in general terms. Meaning that, yes, have some birthday cake or, yes, have pudding on your dinner date. Or if you're sad, have that ice cream. Not that you have to be be sad to have ice cream. You can have ice cream at any point. But what I'm trying to say is, yes, what we eat does really matter whether you're in a deficit or not it matters across all boards it's what keeps our bodies healthy and going at the top level it can it keeps diseases and infections away it keeps us operating at the best level that we can so we should pay attention to what our diet is full of but that doesn't mean that we should sweat the small stuff i think we should still get to enjoy what we want to enjoy so I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of Digestible and I hope that you learned something about what we eat and why it matters and what we can do to just kind of help our bodies along that bit more. I want to thank you again for everyone who shared and showed me that they were listening and gave me their thoughts and opinions on last week's episode. I makes my little heart so very full and I really, 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 really appreciate all of you for listening. Um, so yeah, that's the end of this week's episode. Um, thank you so much. (laughs) So we will see you again next week. As always, if there's something that you want to be made digestible, do let me know. Either reach us on our email, which is digestiblepodcast at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Instagram at digestiblepodcast. I have been your host, Bethany Hardy, and it has been wonderful speaking to you as always. I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are in the world, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please make sure to give us a rating on whatever platform you're listening on, and do be sure to drop a comment below to let us know what topic you need to be made digestible. You can find us on Instagram at Digestible Podcast. Catch you next time on the next episode of digestible.